You're listening to a DM podcast. We have always been little freaks. I'm Esme Louise James and I am a sex historian. Since 2020, I have run Kinky History on TikTok, where I have been teaching sex history and sex education over social media. And one of the things that I have found is that sex and kinkiness seem new to each generation that discovers them. But the truth is, humans have always had very intimate relationships with their sexuality. We have always been exploring the boundaries about what it means to be sensual, erotic humans. These conversations are far from new. In fact, they date all the way back to the ancient world. Back in the Etruscan civilization, we have a tomb called the Tomb of the Whipping, which is decorated with erotic frescoes of three people getting it on. Going into the 17th century, spanking became so common that it became known as the English vice. And in some places in England and Europe, it had to be banned. Our famous figures like Jean-Jacques Rousseau were writing about their desire to be spanked and dominated by beautiful women. Hans Christian Andersen was writing about his fear of sexuality, but his struggle to navigate a bi-romantic situation. Kinky history is everywhere. I think one of the most common questions that I get is how on earth do you end up studying sex history? And there is really no easy answer to that. As a bit of context, I initially came to university to study the history of religion. So it's fair to say I deviated quite massively from my initial goal. Talking about sex, even today, is something that's quite radical. So when I was asked in my undergraduate years to publish this article on the history of a dildo, I didn't really think much about it until the publication came out and I was absolutely bombarded with people wanting me to write about the history of the vibrator and other sex toys, famous figures and their sexual proclivities. And it made me realise that no one was doing this. And people were interested. And so I went into my honours year and then my PhD and I've ended up being the sex girl. And I think what's so wonderful about that was there was just this area where we stopped talking about things. We would go into discussions about fantastic works of literature, but when it came to sex scenes, we kind of stopped talking, even in a university context, about these things. And I've always been someone who... As soon as I'm told not to talk about something, I'm desperate to talk about it. And so I would kind of deep dive into all of these things we were being quiet about. And lo and behold, kinky history was born. And kinky history has just been this fantastic journey where people across the globe have participated in this online series where we talk about the history of sex. We realize that all of these freaky things that we do today, all of the gender identity and our sexual awareness we've had since the ancient times. Sexuality is not a new part of who we are, it's just a part of being human. And I think when we look back into these weird proclivities of the past, we're able to understand a lot better who we are today. 
Throughout Kinky History, we talk about the dirty ditties that were written by Mozart, the fart letters that were written by James Joyce, some of the erotic furniture that was found in Catherine de Great's old Red Room of Pain. You know, we even have Einstein, who was probably polyamorous. We have all of these incredible famous figures who are so well-known and household names today, and they all had sexualities. And I think when we start to talk about that, we take these historical figures who previously just feel so untouchable, larger than life, they don't feel real. And when we add sexuality back to them, we kind of make them human again. I believe it is so important to write sex back into the history pages because it helps us today who have felt underrepresented and alone in our journey of sexuality finally be seen and represented in the stories that we tell By telling these stories of fantastic historical figures, we make their story part of who they are. And sex has everything to do with that. Without sex, we don't even have a history. I have become incredibly passionate about teaching this really unknown subject because it's not often that we talk about these sexy stories from the past. If we can teach sex history from a place of compassion and empathy, that I believe that we can navigate more harmonious relationships with one another, with ourselves, even the world today. And that is exactly what I'm here to do at Kinky History. So come with me as we pull back the sheets and see the experiences of gender, identity and sexuality that have always been a part of history. Just make sure you watch out for the wet patch. <laughs> <laughs>